For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton, and this is a turning point. Today, social media picks the news. Until the internet made everyone an amateur reporter and gave birth to politically charged platforms, media was professional, abided by well-known standards, and played it pretty straight. The critical and most important thing to know about pre-internet media is that reporters who wished to keep their jobs did not start investigations knowing how they would end. That difference, when compared with today, is monumental and impacts the news we choose and how we view our world. About 20 years ago, when I was raising money for what ultimately became Air America Radio, I had the misfortune of being introduced to a guy who was more grifter than investor. He funded us with ill-gotten money, and it took time and even more money for us to eventually sort the entire mess out and get rid of the fraudster, who, by the way, is a serial offender and now has lots of time for reading and bodybuilding in federal prison. He was slick, and we weren't his only victims. The whole sordid affair wound up on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, and the reporter there, Julia Angwin, did a remarkable job of telling the story without prejudice. Air America survived nearly intact, and we were able to introduce the world to Rachel Maddow, who at the time was the most articulate house painter in western Massachusetts. We also helped Al Franken remake his reputation and turn the corner from comedian to serious policy walk, resulting in his successful run for the Senate in 2008. We keep the original entity alive now as Progressive Voices, what you're listening to right now. And of course, MSNBC snapped Rachel up. Over the course of all this, I became friendly with Miss Angwin, the journal's investigative reporter. We have stayed in touch through the years, and she has continued to amaze me with her work concerning the various pitfalls and ambiguities associated with the new world of media. The most important thing I learned from Julia is a lesson that she says she learned from her father when she was starting her career as a journalist. He said to her, no matter what you do, don't get attached to the outcome. Well, we all know that nothing is as constant as change. Buggy whip makers went out of business when automobiles reached mass penetration, supplanting horses, mules, and other whippable beasts of burden. It's a given that new technologies usurp the content of their antecedents. Silent films, for instance, gave way to talkies. Television stole radio's dramas, forcing radio to adopt a second act, music. Simultaneously, television killed the newsreel and the serial dramas that audiences used to see by going to the movies. In short, all things must pass. The weird dichotomy is that even as we court it, we fear change. For some, the fear is paralyzing. William F. Buckley, the leading conservative light of the 1960s, famously said, A conservative is a fellow who is standing athwart history yelling, Stop! But, of course, history does not stop. It's not in our nature to stop. We are inquisitive. Some would say our raison d'etre, the most important reason for our existence, is to inquire to inquire about life and its meaning, to inquire about how things work, to inquire about how to make new things from our existing knowledge, to move us forward in the realms of understanding and ability. Franz Kafka, the author, in reflecting on achievement, wrote that the meaning of life is that it stops. He was saying, do all you can while you can. In that spirit, Julia left the journal to work with academics on the changing nature of journalism and media. Her latest report exposes the impact the big social platforms have on the news. Here's Julia. Quote, 
Google and Facebook are gatekeepers to the news. It used to be that news organizations had some say over how their work was distributed, either by negotiating with newsstands or cable companies, or hiring their own delivery networks. But in today's world, news is largely distributed on social media through algorithms that Google and Facebook control. And while news is what drives a lot of traffic on social media, news outlets don't make much money from it. The platforms race, rake the vast majority of the money. In the past 20 years, global newspaper revenue has plummeted to $32 billion in 2022 from $107 billion in 2000, while online ad revenue has soared to $540 billion. The destruction of the business model for news has led to rounds of layoffs, shrinking newsrooms, the rise of clickbait, and most disturbingly, a rise in impunity. Studies show that voting decreases and corruption increases in communities lacking strong news outlets, unquote. Well, as local news has become unsustainable in smaller markets and totally consolidated in the larger ones, we've seen the emergence of a few big purveyors and a million little ones. Their standards may not be your standards, so let the buyer beware. For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton. Progressive Voices' John Sinton has written a continuing series called A Turning Point that touches on politics, culture, and media. You can hear the short essays in the on-demand section of ProgressiveVoices.com and on the PV app. Thanks for listening to Progressive Voices. The conservative media machine dominates the national conversation, trying to drown out anyone who doesn't share its opinion. We can't let that happen. Please, go to ProgressiveVoices.com to make sure that all our progressive voices are heard.